0: Podcast with Mo. What up, and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. Uh, I think this is episode 46, but who the fuck knows anymore? Um, on this episode, we're joined by Chick, and we talk about our Patreon, of course. Um, I do an update on I brought up Corey on the episode with Taylor So anyone wants to hear that update Uh, We talk about some crazy NBA news That Chick brings that I had not heard anything about And then some normal NBA news So quite a bit of basketball talk on this And then we talk about the TV show Shrill on Hulu Super dope, check it out And then we do a top 5 list of our top 5 favorite bands from high school So these are the bands we were into when we were in high school uh, I think the list turned out pretty good. Uh, thanks for checking out the podcast. Let people know, subscribe, and like it, and write a review or something. If you, it'll be good. Um, but yeah, thanks.
1: Have you haven't heard of that one yet?
0: I have not. Um, that's a tease. So anyway, we're joined by Chick. Hey guys, and. This time, I think our goal is, we'll see what we all get into. We're going to try to talk about some basketball and some music. For sure. So everybody knows. Um, All right. First thing to get to, shout out my patrons at patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo that out snappy my mom and hurricane Haynes as the better fans who give me enough money for me to shout them out. And then I have other people that I definitely appreciate on there that just pay minimum amounts of money, like $1 or $5 and they get episodes early. Um, so anyone else can do that as well. If I ever made enough money, I could buy better equipment because that's <laughs> basically all the money does. goes to the side account for that and the host of the podcast. So right. uh, they're definitely needed without them. I would have given up already. Um, now, on the last podcast I had with Taylor, uh, the last one at the time of us recording this, I mentioned, at the end there, he mentions this guy, Corey. Corey. Um, and he was like, well, Corey was here, and his name was Corey Offinger. And he was like, I haven't talked to Corey in forever, and I'm kind of a dick about it, right? right? If you listened to it, I'm like, I don't fuck think he'll like me, and I'm all like yeah. a dick. And you're then like, like cutting it off. Like, no, right, now good, I'm just kind of, I was kind of just pushing it, because, you know, that's what you're on the podcast. Yeah. And so that came out on Wednesday. On Tuesday, he calls me.
1: Corey does no, or he, Taylor
0: does? Corey. He hits me on Facebook, goes, call me, and here's my number. And, and so Taylor, he's been listening? Well, so Taylor's a patron. I'm assuming Taylor gives him a fucking early link yeah, or some shit. And so I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to have to answer this because Corey's going to be pissed at me. But he hadn't listened at all to the new episode. Okay. He says he listens every once in a while, but sometimes they're long and boring and I'm too liberal and blah, blah, blah. And uh, anyway. I'll agree with that. I mean, but <laughs> right. for certain
1: listeners, it's perfect.
0: Right. Um, my goal again is to just uh, be a friend to those who don't have friends. Right, that's literally my goal because yeah. I am one of those lonely people. Right, and I do enjoy my Bill Simmons and some, my Joe Rogans. Do but you like columns,
1: coward? Uh, he's all right. Do you feel like he's honest with him? So, like uh, I, I think, think he's a lot being, of times he's, he's like doing skip. an act. Do you think so?
0: I think Bill Simmons is the only one I listen to that's like at that level of fame that is always just like, here's my honest take. He never has an ulterior motive, and that's why I like him. He hates Westbrook and the Thunder, but it also makes me a nuanced Thunder fan because I hear that, and I'm not like the other people around here that just love it. We'll get to that in a minute. So Corey hits me up. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about what he hit me up about, uh, about some plans to do some shit later on in the world, and I'll talk about it once it happens. And I was just from like, I'm a broke person. I don't know if I can, but I'll let you know, maybe. And then he went on to be like, you know, I'm a super liberal, which I try to explain to him, and maybe he knew this. I don't know. When Pow Wow was on every week, everyone hit me up as like, I'm an awesome conservative, which was odd, because I really don't feel like that. Um, But I would just argue against Powwow because that's what you do. And then now that Snappy's on a lot, I just argue against Snappy's kind right. of take. And so people see me more as liberal. And I guess I am. I don't really care, to be honest. Um, I'm going to vote libertarian right. at the end of the day. Me too. Um, but he went on to like talk to me for like 30 minutes about why being a conservative is all great. And then I just would like, give my one sentence rebuttals of like, well, liberals would say this. Right. And then – so anyway, Corey auditioned for the podcast, so nice. if he ever makes it to Ada, sweet, he's going to be on to tell you all the benefits of conservatism, I guess. I, don't, I mean, It's good other to hear stuff. his
1: side of the story in that situation, Agreed.
0: too. I want people on and give – like my goal, and I don't know how many times it happens, is I would enjoy it if podcast co host like in the times of off that they're not on, they like keep a list on their phone right. of like, here's something I could bring up next time because – you got to be on pr- a little
1: prepared. you right. got to know what to talk about. Like, and
0: I think, not to like two my own horn, I think I'm better off the cuff improving, Right. Like, just I have no idea what you're going to say, and I'll give my honest opinion.
1: Kind of like this Paul George story I'm going to tell you about. Right. You're so, gonna, you know. right.
0: We started <laughs> here off we here. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the Thunder, on the last episode that came out with Snappy, he wanted to get in basketball a little bit. I just said, Thunder been shitty, oh. and oh my God, what's going on?
1: Well, I mean... It's we're just not playing very well right now. Right, like, it's weird. And now I now said as long as they're they, open shots and we're not playing defense against the perimeter. I, I don't know. Maybe they're taking it the easy and they want to pick who they want to play in the first round.
0: Right now, here was my thing. I would love it if they were trying to go for the Warriors because it's KD's last year. Yeah, in the West, Game and they're the like, we're getting them. We're gonna beat the fucking Warriors. Now I know that's stupid, but from a storyline, I would love it. I think. I think you could get R- R- Russ and Paul
1: George on board with that storyline too. Like you got to talk to them about like that kind right. of stuff too. Like who do you want to play in the first round?
0: Well, I think they're trying to also. I don't think they're necessarily trying to lose, but I think they're not feeling it. Their offense is off, and they're trying to just play into a group. How big
1: an injury is Paul George's injury? You right. Know?
0: Very good question. Um. So anyway, that was my take before here because um, behind the scenes stuff. People may already noticed my last podcast. This is like the shortest in-between time of recording two podcasts I've had. Like, Snappy walked out the door, pulled off, and you pulled in a sparkling <laughs> like, spot. like,
1: the rest of my weekend. Right. And so,
0: well, it'll be a lot of fucking mixing because now I have three podcasts to mix tomorrow. So we're going to see how it goes. But um, you come in. You're like, oh, the Paul George with a stripper story. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So what's that story?
1: So there was a porn star. She got her like first porn gig. Apparently... By sleeping with either Paul George or Lance Stevens. She won't name who which one it is and which one isn't. But she said one of them fucked her for the first time on camera when she was 16 years old. Oh. And then. How old were they? They were in the NBA at the time. Okay. So, I mean, at least over age. Uh, she won't tell who's who. But she said there's video out there. And the other guy, like, you can see him jerking off as he's doing her.
0: Oh, it's like but
1: They're Paul's- both in the room, I see, and he's he's the one videoing it, who man, so one of well, the other one's still bad, right, but, uh she won't say who, and then she also made the claim that um Blake Griffin is homosexual, oh wow, yeah, that he she let him get on her Instagram and apparently... well she. She won't say Blake Griffin, I will take that back. She never says Blake Griffin, but like all the like other headline stuff was like a top five player paid, and then they kind of I guess
0: they extrapolated right. something from Exactly, it. that's right. what I
1: mean. Um so yeah, but apparently he's a homosexual because he got on Instagram and uh DM'd a bunch of guys asking for jerk off videos of them. And
0: yeah. Hey, just because you want to see jerk-off videos, don't oh, make you gay. I've always wanted to tell this story on the podcast, and this is a perfect segue to go to it. Sweet. I used to live next to this dude, a great friend of mine. I'm not at all trying to hate on anything right. here. This is just what happened. I don't judge anyone for anything. Yeah. Um, we were close enough that we had keys to each other's apartments and shit. We, you know, hooked each other up, shit like that. One day I needed a fucking internet because my, my internet was out. I went to his fucking apartment to use his laptop. His laptop was covered with semen. You know how people <laughs> had like the black laptops, right? And it's just like fucking half of it's like gr- the gray wash. I'm like, right. dude, if you're in a black laptop, fucking clean up. They can't do this. You're right. a white laptop, gonna do that shit. Um, and I'm getting, I'm saying you can't jack off on around your laptop. Just fucking clean it. Right. Anyway, I mean, um, so use I, a towel. I get on his computer for whatever yeah. reason, you know, to look some shit up, and uh. His Yahoo messengers up because so it was back in the day when Yahoo messenger was a thing, and it was from Hot Bun sixty nine. And like, I'm not gonna say I didn't catch my attention, right? Right. And so Hot Bun sixty nine says, "Hey, handsome, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And then they're like, "You want to jerk off together on video?" And I went, <laughs> Whoa. "Whoa!" I just went, "Hey, man, I'm borrowing uh so and so's laptop." Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the offer. And and then the guy proceeds to go. Dude, it's not gay, okay? We show each other pictures of our girlfriends and we jerk off together. It's not gay, and I'm like, hey man, I'm not, I right, don't as, care. I just, I'm using, it, I'm borrowing his laptop or something, right?
1: Like, we're not. I don't want this conversation. I was just trying to be polite, right?
0: right. I was like, I, and I even wanted, to say, I was trying to be funny. I go, honestly, your name was Hot Bun sixty nine. I thought you were a chick, <laughs> and then it turned out like this. And So I never told him.
1: Yeah, you never told the guys
0: that the my bar- friend, nice. right? Never told him about it. I almost am certain he knows I know. Right. Because I think he probably talked to hot bun 69 later. Had to have. And it was always such a really weird thing. Right. <laughs> and, um, he's going to do whatever. And like, again, I don't judge. I was never like you shouldn't or right. whatever. If anything, I was more hurt. You just wouldn't <laughs> tell me how you're fucking, you truly feel or whatever, you know, just, Yeah. I want to accept you for you.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's hard for it in those moments to like trust someone in that way. That's true. It's very, very true.
0: Um, so yeah that's a crazy story with paul george i hope it's all a lie i hope uh we can get on board of the trump way of thinking of porn stars are all dirty liars and why would we ever believe one
1: like she was on a podcast or whatever and like it was a video podcast and they have the video of her talking about it we don't know if it's true but right that is crazy is yeah
0: and do we know what her name is Dude, I'll look it up and and send it okay. to you tomorrow. You can add it to the end of this. Whatever, nah, It's cool. I mean, I'm sure if it'll, I'm sure it'll be a story if it's true or whatever. Oh, for sure. Uh, by, by the time this comes out, because it'll be a while. Um, let's see. Oh, my NBA story I want to talk to you about. There's actually two, two quick ones. Jimmer Fredette, yeah, son, back in the NBA. Yeah, big, so, big, big day for that guy. right? Yeah. Jimmer Fredette back. That's what I'm all yeah. excited about. Um, he was been killing in the China League. I don't understand why he couldn't do in the NBA before, but he couldn't. It's whatever. I
1: mean, he came from a small school, what, BYU? Yeah. I mean, and maybe he just wasn't ready for that type of, like, shit yeah.
0: talking. For anyone that's not familiar with uh, basketball and you're just uh, here to uh, get to the music shit, uh, basically, Jimmy Fredette was his fucking... When a white kid blows up in college, it's a big deal, all right? Because there's kind of like this underlying racism. Maybe not racism, Right. because I don't want to say it's racism, because whenever there's a black hockey player and all the black people love him or there's a black quarterback and all the black people love the black quarterback, no one calls that racism. Right. But whenever you all love the one white point guard or whatever, it's all of a sudden racism. Anyway, um, oh, that's the porn star.
1: And her name is Tiana Trump.
0: Ah, she's going with the Trump name, eh? Interesting. I think she might be trying to just blow up her name, but we'll see. Yeah. I think when you name yourself Trump, you got to be going for attention. Maybe so anyway. she's
1: also going, who's going to pay me the most money, Paul
0: George or Lance Stevenson? Probably Paul so. George, Lance Stevenson yeah. probably doesn't have as much. But um, So anyway, Jimmer Fredette, back in the day, he went to BYU. He's yep. Mormon kid. Uh, he Fantastic. Had this, he had this one good teammate who they suspended during the NCAA tournament for making out with a girl or getting head or something. And yeah. that was against the BYU rules. And it's like, oh, dude, it's, he's the fucking second best player on your basketball team. Right. Um, but and they, they
1: held to their standards, you know? Right.
0: And so BYU got bounced, right? Yeah. That was a story. during He went to the NBA. Everyone would love for him to be a, the great white point guard since Jerry West or whatever. It just didn't pan out. It did not work. He went to the China league. He fucking puts up 40 and nine. Forty and nine, easily. It's also the guys are a lot shorter. Um, level of a competition isn't as high. He makes their all star games in three point competition and like win right. like twenty nine out of thirty or some shit. So like Jimmy Fredette's had his moments. And anyway, he's coming back to the NBA and went into the Suns. I think it's huge for the Suns If
1: he is the player he was in China and right. if he, if, if he comes back from that, the like leaving and go overseas, getting some experience coming back, show that it does pay off. He's going to be the
0: Doug Flutie of the NBA. Yeah. That's how. Mm-hmm. I've,
1: but Stefan Marbury went and played in China too because
0: he got. That his, was after he was great here, right? But he went. At, yeah, that's true. But it's he like was still really good, but that was the, that's the kind of league he was in. <laughs> that month, kind of <laughs> I got a big old face tattoo and a statue put up. Put up, yeah, in China. for sure. You've Maybe. done a crazy. Money. Honestly, money. lately, a lot of people are bitching about the NCAA. Right, like. It's double-A making money off Zion, blah, blah, blah. And now I do think they should be allowed to choose to go to the go to pro, if, but that, the NBA has to make that decision. But they still can, even now. They can go play Zion's pro. Zion's going to
1: make so much money because he went to a school like Duke and got all this national media coverage, too. Right.
0: He would have been a lottery pick regardless, though. Right. I don't think the amount of money would have been different, too big. He could have went to Europe, though. All I'm saying is, like, yeah, he could have signed a one-year deal with European. Maybe could have signed a one-year deal. That's the issue. They well, want Terrence to do Ferguson multiple. Ferguson did. Yeah,
1: and he played over in Australia. And Jennings, so right. like, but it didn't work out for Brennan Jennings like it did.
0: Right there, there is this whole thing. Um, I have to get up and shut my door because my dog's about to fucking bounce out this place. <laughs> All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail Perfect. Boom. Oh yeah, so the dog had to leave us and go see her. Um, and then also, I saw this debate come up uh, on some internet fucking argument, and I was like, "Oh, that sounds fun." Is if the NBA did a one-on-one tournament every year at the All-Star Game? Mm-hmm. Do you think Kevin Durant w- Kevin Durant wins seven years in a row, or like, who do you think wins that? So I think Kevin Durant's the easy choice. He's got like Kevin Durant because he's seven foot tall with skills of a guard or whatever. Can
1: he defend Steph Curry?
0: Better than probably anyone else.
1: Probably just because his length. Right. So much.
0: And the reason why it's got broke is they, there was a video of the guys basically doing king of the court at the yeah. USA practices. Yeah. And, you know, Durant is swallowing people up. But then again, they all score on him. Like, yeah. George scores on him. Kyrie scores on him. But he also yeah, scores on stopped. them. Like, it's impressive when you watch these videos to see these guys play perfect defense. And it
1: not the, best
0: of the best yeah. in the world. And it just doesn't matter because the offense is that good or whatever. So I don't know how it goes. I think Kobe comes out of retirement to enter the contest. He said no, no, just for the oh, contest, just for the contest. <laughs> just, maybe for that, right? Just for the one on one. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to come back and save LeBron. I was right. like, mm-hmm. see, I get. I'm so glad that uh, the Kobe fan pages exist because I follow them. Yeah. Because there was the one of uh, whatever year where Kobe and LeBron had the same record All Star break or whatever, and Kobe ended up going to like the conference finals or whatever right. that year. And he pulled like, yeah, it was like, and they show the stats of the other starting five and they're like way worse than the stats of the <laughs> right, starting, right. other starting five for the Lakers. And you're like, fuck yeah. man. he's the man. <laughs> he's so good. And I get so pissed. He gets lately. overlooked so much. You know, I'm just him. Like, I don't think LeBron should be thought of as second. Like, everyone just succeeds that he's second. Kobe. And then he claimed on his own dumb fucking barbershop show that one. he's number one after he beat the Warriors. Now, I'm not saying that's not the single greatest feat that someone's done. as beat the all-time winningest team in the finals and I defeated mean, if destiny. Say,
1: if you say that that's the best team to ever play, if you're saying that the Golden State Warriors were the best team to right. ever play, right. and not he beat wins. them, I mean, that's tough to say that you're not the best in the world when it comes to, like, King of the Hills situation.
0: Right, but to me, that says a Higher peak. I don't know if that's a better career. And I always know that's a weird argument, but like, I think Kareem should be ahead of me. I just think there's a couple guys that well, that's should still just be. like saying
1: Bill Russell should be the greatest of all time because he owns what,
0: nine out of 11 rings? Yeah, but I think uh, 18 was in a league has to be looked at differently. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But, right. I, I get the argument. And like Wilt, I think it's probably better than LeBron. Wilt had more 50 point games than every other player combined. Wilt
1: played in a league that there was no shot blocking.
0: Right. You could,
1: you could literally grab
0: anything you wanted near the rim
1: off the off the rim and
0: he's the tallest guy on the court right it's true i mean i think today the nba is the most stacked it's ever been and i get tired of everyone acting like somehow it's deficient in talent and i'm like y'all everyone's crazy who says that but it's super fun to watch so good
1: like even memphis right now is on a tear
0: right <laughs> there's just so many and good okay
1: just like hey guys we're trying to tread water making the playoffs we're <laughs> We're gonna calm down and play good in the
0: playoffs. That's what we want. I can hope so. God, God damn. I hope so too. Uh, but everyone's like, fire Billy Donovan dude, on my OKC van. Page. I don't know if you were me and you used to work together and at the place we used to work at, I don't know if you were there yet whenever the Thunder went to the finals. No, I wasn't
1: there yet. Oh um,
0: man, okay. So when the Thunder went to the finals, it everybody was, was OKC. We fans. got to get off work. Nice. The nights of the game, they were like, What time are they playing? We'd be like six thirty, like all right, we'll shut down at six so everyone can get home for the game. And we were like, holy shit. That's awesome. And now it's for the conference finals and the finals. And that was I was when
1: you were working to like 10 o'clock, though.
0: Right. And we were working real late. So it was a big deal and it made me even more into it. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm like, well, fuck it. I'd hey, be invested. Watch if they, they may ask me a question. <laughs> right. And the next day at work, you'd be like, a blocker. Yeah, <laughs> Cause a blocker. blocker was his whole, whole thing.
1: But, um, uh, I mean, so, he's playing really good in Toronto. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have to be anything but that one guy.
0: I mean I think Toronto's
1: <sighs> Siakam,
0: man. They're the probably the favorites right now. Me and Dom, Dom came on a while ago. I've hit him up and asked him to come on, but you know, he ignores me. Uh we I was trying to predict who was gonna make the West finals completely wrong. Or er, the West uh playoffs. I was like, I think the Kings and the Lakers and end up being the Spurs and the Clippers. I was like, God damn
1: it. No Spurs and Clippers. <laughs> and they and the Clippers trade away their best player in fucking Tobias Harrison. Compare, you know, what
0: we'll, right. people we'll consider yeah. their
1: best player. Luke and Williams it worked out. Obviously, their best player.
0: I think it's bullshit that Lou Williams is gonna get to the Hall of Fame being a six-man, and then he chooses to be a six-man, but he also took a contract that makes sense for a six-man. So you're like, well, he's buying in. It's a weird th- It's just weird.
1: He's the greatest role player, maybe in history, other than maybe Jamal Charles.
0: Right. If Russ was ever the sixth man, if he ever got that role, but what's crazy, Russell Westbrook, one of the all time worst scoring seasons of all time. But he's come around lately. Not saying he He hasn't have a triple double, but statistically, one of the worst all time percent efficiency scoring is still going to probably make third third uh, team All NBA.
1: Yeah. Whatever.
0: I know. And it's like, that's fucking crazy. He's that good everywhere else. It's
1: because he's a triple double machine, even though, you know, you can argue
0: that he, they give him rebounds. But but it makes sense. This is my argument he gets all the, the time. the fast break started. Exactly. If, the, if you were going no turnover on to the pass. have seven foot tall Aquaman looking ass Steven Adams, Adams starting every break, Rabbit turn around, and then pass it with his slow ass to Westbrook, who then has to just stand and wait for it. But the, while the, the thing, defense sets up, no Westbrook's going to swoop he, in. That's
1: why No is so good in in Denver is he gets the rebound and he starts to break because he's a good passer, right? But that's when you can throw that dime to someone. He's the quarterback in right. that situation, throwing that dime. But exactly,
0: Stephen Adams can't do that. Exactly. If Stephen Adams could, And Westbrook could take off. Then sure. Yeah. But it just makes sense right now, and you'll notice Westbrook will take off if Paul George gets it, right? He because does. he's like, yeah, he'll Anyway, it. it just makes basketball sense, and it's annoying to hear people that know about basketball. People are like, oh, fucking they slam get that rebound. It's like if no one else is around, it makes sense for him to grab it. All it's yeah. you're saying you're, you're mad that Steven Adams isn't selfish about rebounds,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like,
0: he's the most selfless player in that aspect because he's like, I'm gonna get I got paid, dude. I know he, what to do. And when he gets a technical because it happened recently, yeah. he's like, Are you fucking serious? Me? Like, I'm the fucking guy. <laughs> uh, fucking love it so. Um, Those are my basketball things want to touch up on. And Sweet. then one TV show I'm going to ask you about or tell you to recommend, I guess. I don't know if you have Hulu. Cravings. Is that what but uh, there's a show on Hulu called Shrill. Shrill. And it's got, god damn it, I can't of her name. I know this is mean, but she's like the big chick from SNL.
1: Oh, the funny one, the white one? Yeah, it's uh, currently on there. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't believe I can remember her name. I normally am really good at celebrity names uh, and actors. I've been
1: watching SNL all day long, too. I can yeah, something
0: like something that. Like that? I'll know. look her up real quick. Um, so anyway, she has this new show on Hulu called Shrill. It's really good. I bet that's hilarious. Um She basically plays a fat chick who's like in the first episode. I'm so I'm basically gonna try to get away. Um She's like, uh like you know, the sneaking in to have sex with a guy who doesn't want to tell his <laughs> friends about her because right. he's embarrassed about her and stuff, right? And then. She basically goes to a strip club and the strippers say, you're the one with the big ass and big titties. You make the roles act like it. And then she just starts living her life different. Right. i right. like, I got the big ass and the big titties. So fuck you for treat me like shit. <laughs> and it like changes her life. And it's really funny, but it's also a good heartfelt show. Um, I think so. I highly recommend Shrill. Um, is, think it's super cool.
1: What is her name? <laughs> That's going to bother. Me. Is it this, this chick here? yeah so it says 80 bryant 80 bryant she's she's hilarious yeah, that, yep. so anyway watch shrill huh check
0: out shrill on hulu i think it is yeah, we're
1: about to drop our direct tv because they're going to drop like mtv and i watch the challenge they're going to drop comedy central and i watch tosh.0 they're going to drop like a cartoon network so my kids watch that show why do i want to keep a service, it's not going to,
0: yeah. Fuck direct TV. Uh, I'm thinking about uh, once the NBA playoffs start, uh, switching to something because I'll have to get ESPN, um, because I don't have it currently, that's the only channel I don't have, so that's something will probably happen for me, yeah.
1: I mean, the ESPN games would screw you over, I guess you'd have to like buy a wall, get the watch but now. App ESPN, I
0: believe, is the Eastern Conference, so I could still watch the Fox no, some, ones, right. but uh, I like watching the nba playoffs if i can you know all the games right, like, possible
1: you're gonna get reggie miller and stuff like that instead of some brian davis who dude
0: I, so here's the thing a little, a little bit more basketball shit about the thunder Sorry. um we always bring it back there it happens i love the new guy right the new guy on the announcer is, he does a great job he's not biased he's Professional, he, exactly that's what I want. i want a professional guy and uh, Michael Cage, I fucking hate him. He's like, back when I was a big man, this league, and <laughs> then in my church league, that that don't happen. Oh it, it my God. don't happen in my church league. <laughs> he says that fucking so many times. And then he'll also go into like every time the Thunder fouled, every play they were fouled, and every play, and we can't play basketball that way. You can't expect a foul on every call. You got to get back. So, to me, I just get over it, right? And. I was so. I'm a fan of this Thunder fan page where i had a poll up and they were like, hate Michael Cage because he's his Homerism, love him because he supports the team. And I voted and I paid attention. I was so sad that I won what I said, right? But it was like 50.6% to 49.4%. And then I looked in the comments and people were like, I hate this new guy. All he does is talk trash on our team. He's not supportive enough. And I'm like, he fucking literally is the play by play guy. He just says right. said, <laughs> did they turn the ball over? Yeah, they are, they did. And fucking yeah. Michael Cage will fucking in the middle of the game be like, well, what's, what's even a travel? Answer me now. <laughs> and the guy's like, dude, I'm trying to fucking call a game. And you can tell he gets annoyed. Right. Like, why are you asking me a question? <laughs> I have to tell the people what's going on. So that's entertaining, but I hate him. And, uh, anyway, I get why everyone hates him too. <laughs> any other Oklahoma city Thunder fans out there that watch Fox sports will understand. <laughs> understand.
1: Yeah. Uh, have you, did you see the Tom Izzo thing that happened at Michigan state yesterday? Their team was winning there. They, they went on like an 11, four run, but I guess one of their players, his name is Aaron Henry. I, according to Tom Izzo, he wasn't hustling on a couple of plays. He was taking a couple of plays off and, uh, I guess he got up in his face. Like the players held him back from getting him in his face too much. Oh no shit! Yeah, and he he's like, I'm not apologizing for it. You don't do that in a uh, one and done situation. And I I was like, man, that's the kind of coach that I've always wanted
0: to play for. Right. I see. I kind of I agree and disagree. Like I know different coaches, different styles. Right. And now your basketball coach in high school, I kept stats uh, for for him. Coach when Teagle. I was, coach Teagle and. We had this palm pilot back in the day that had a basketball court on it, and you would click it and then click the player, and like I just had to learn the system, right? Uh, and then I kept stats or whatever. And he was cool, but he would get heated for a moment. But then he was—I pre- think he was a good mixture. Um, the guy that came after there was a couple guys, but the one that stuck after him that took like my team or like my class to state or whatever uh, was this dude, Coach Hogan, and he was super chill. Like, he never lost his cool, and people seem to like him. Yeah, especially where he, like, also, he and like... But he had, like, a son with a heart condition that, like, was almost going to die every day, so he just had other shit to worry about. Right. He wasn't going to fucking freak out about a bad foul call or whatever. But, <laughs> so, anyway... This is high school sport. <laughs> right, my son is, like, barely making it. So, I think there... I personally couldn't play for a guy that tried to attack me. No, I couldn't either. That's, like, Bobby
1: Knight. But, like, he held... These are one and done players, and he's what he tells you know. This is in the one and done league, you have to be hard on them to get them what you want out of them because they know where they're going to make their money in the next league. I'm like, I get that,
0: right? I mean, I I like them in in general. I do like Tom Izzo. I always like the Michigan State teams and the people that come out of it. The only person that
1: you don't probably like is what Draymond Green. I mean, I even like Draymond Green him. for what
0: he is. I think him kicking people in the balls, yeah, uh, they deserve starting. to lose that finals, honestly, just for that. Yeah, for
1: sure. But uh, Stephen. N- Adams in the nuts, what, twice?
0: Yeah. And he still does, he still fucking does this weird kick thing or whatever. And it's bullshit. It's like no one does that. Quit acting like you do. (laughs) Now, something I want to bring up again because earlier this year, uh, Giannis fucking rocket launched a basketball off James Harden's head and they never called a foul on it. I still want to see more people use that if they're not going to call it. I just think if you can run down the court, bounce it off a motherfucker's face, and it's not a foul. It's not. Why are we not doing this? <laughs> right? I just Right. <laughs> I cannot understand it. So, um anyway, enough basketball, I guess. Uh so we decided for a top five list. Yeah, top five list. This week, we're gonna go with top five favorite bands from high school. And we, we have, have different high school years. So right. So uh let's see, what were your what would be your four year stretch? ninety
1: seven through two thousand one.
0: Okay, mine is like 2001 through 2006, right. 2002, 2006, something around that yeah. area. Um, I graduated no six, whatever the fuck that so was. It would have been,
1: been what two, you would have graduated in the, so there's the like spring. a one year difference. Yeah.
0: Between that. So, um, I'm sure junior high probably plays in a of this, but not really. Now I, we had to narrow it down because you, you come from a very musical family. Yes, I do. Uh, now I, we've mentioned before on the podcast, but who even knows who listens or, heard that then you have this crazy brother and i don't mean that necessarily in a mean way he just was he loved drums like passion i've never met anyone more more passion
1: about one item that he was just a fantastic at put more time and effort in it than most people do in a day
0: right and Everyone in town knew because he would get up early with his fucking snare drum. I hated him. And just start fucking, fucking hitting it. And I lived Sounded by like you a for a while. And then I even lived like blocks down the way, and I still could hear it. It was probably four
1: five blocks away. And you could right. Hear it.
0: And so <laughs> it just is what it is. He loves that shit. His fucking dashboard, he would fucking destroy with drumsticks. <laughs> destroy. And people were like, what the fuck? Um, I just felt like never two hands up. on the
1: wheel. They're constantly...
0: Yeah, he's he's a fucking drumming ass motherfucker. So, uh, you always have music. Your parent, your dad, I know for sure was really into music, and then my mom was in band in high school,
1: so she was into music. You know, because my dad was into music too. So they went and saw the Kiss, and when they went to Oklahoma City, right. Uh, So that was a big thing for them. They got to see him twice: once when they were young, and once when they're old. So I thought that was cool for them. My
0: mom loved Kiss. Now. I I rebelled and went to rap music very early on, like four did too. years old, four or five years old. Uh, but every once in a while some uh rock music. It was just popular was in town. school, yeah. You have- right. Uh. So anyway, setting all that up to say this top five favorite bands while we were in high school. So we tried to put ourselves back in that place, right? And honestly, a lot of mine isn't much different than now. Right. There's a, probably a couple things that would be different, but not too too different so we'll go ahead and start with your number five
1: corn i know we talked about it earlier like they right. at least have some valid music but um it was a cd that i wasn't allowed to have so like it was a cd that i right because your
0: family was fairly religious right? fairly religious yeah.
1: and uh so like i bought a corn cd and my dad destroyed it in front of me he's like we're not having this music in my house <laughs> so like for secretly like i lied corn because like I was always
0: going to like right. Corey. That's why dad. I liked
1: NWA. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. So, what was your five?
0: Um, My number five is I kind of went back because I have done this list before. Me and Powell had the podcast, you know. Uh, and Powell had this on his list, and I did not, but I love them as well. And I, I knocked off one that was on there. But I'm going to go with Motion City Soundtrack. Oh, that's a, that's a good band. So uh, it was honestly a toss-up. I'll go ahead and give just one arm now. between them and Jack's mannequin. They're both right. very much in that same vein for me. Uh, what happened was uh, there was this one, like, alternative kind of emo chick that lived in Duncan that was friends with a friend of mine's sister. So some weird right. thing where I met her at a church thing and then added her on Messenger. Yeah. And then she liked fucking weird emo music and no one I knew or hung out with did. And she told me about Jack's and the Motion soundtrack, and I loved all of their shit. Right. And so I just secretly listened to it, even though I loved rap music as well. <laughs> right, right. It was, it and was pretty good. Powwow, when I get to college, you know, because we knew each other through Nerd Camp a little yeah. bit, I put on their or he actually he had the actual CD that has you know the future freaks me out and all yeah. that. And I was like, oh fuck, I love this man. So right. like we like bonded over that a little bit. Um, I actually am trying to sample some of their shit a little bit. I know like. I don't really like sampling shit when I make beats personally because you can't clear it or whatever. And right. I know people say don't worry about it, but I just try to not if I can. Uh, but I really want to try to sample all that old emo shit that I liked. Yeah. Possibly someday. And I don't even know if it's necessarily emo shit, but I like most of the soundtrack. I like the guy's voice, the lead singer, um, his little high pitch thing or whatever he has going on.
1: He had and a good voice. The production's and-
0: very cool. Now that I'm, again, trying to make beats, and I joke on a it, music man. podcast when well, I'm out remember which episode, that I'm going to someday try to learn how to make that emo band music as a beat so I can mimic it and, and make songs. Uh, so that's kind of where it comes from. So any anyway, City soundtrack, Yep, my number five. What is your number four? I uh, went Foo Fighters. Okay. That's a good one.
1: I mean, you're coming from, you know, for us, Nirvana was a big deal for us because, I mean- Right. And then you have Dave Grohl coming from that band. You automatically listen to his CD because, you know, it was Dave Grohl and he was from Nirvana. And so Foo Fighters was a big influence on my life at, in my high school days because that's when right. I was listening
0: to I it. will give a sneak peek. The Dave Grohl is the drummer of my number one band.
1: Oh, is it Nirvana?
0: No. It is no, not it's actually. It is not. Okay. It is actually a third um, band he is in that most people do not know. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy Foo Fighters. I like it's one of those things where if you were like name a Foo Fighter song, I wouldn't fucking know, right? Because I don't know that I don't follow it that much. But whenever I see Dave Grohl with his band, who I'm guessing the Foo Fighters, performing on something, I'm like, oh, that's fucking that's cool. That yeah, cool, now for sure. Uh, I shared a really funny meme. Uh, you know how Bart Simpson. Uh, On The Simpsons writes the same thing over and over on the chalkboard. Chalkboard. It was that picture, but with Dave Girl's face on it, it said, the best, the The best, best, (laughs) the best. (laughs) Just all over the chalkboard, and I was like, it's so fucking funny. (laughs) Um, right, my number four. I'm gonna go with... Also, they're probably such a big influence on my rapping now, uh, and I don't even think about it, and I really need to go back and just download all their old shit, which is the Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang was awesome. So... I remember looking this up. The last time I did this, they are classified as a band on Wikipedia. Now, I like to say a band has to have instruments. I think they eventually learned how to play instruments, so they qualify. The Bloodhound Gang was such a big deal, and everyone pretty much just knows them for you and me, baby, right. ain't nothing no, but mammals, but let's do it like we do on the Discovery yeah. channel, because that was a fucking huge shit. Right. But they had a really good album. That and that, that's the difference album. between
1: our generation and the generation today, is we actually listen to albums.
0: Right. I still do. I like, still do, too, but if, Amanda hates it. She's if someone like, wants continue. a whole mixtape, I'm like, I'm listening to my fucking front to back. Right. That's how I'm going to do it. Um, But yeah, so like that whole 3.14 album is so good. Right. Uh, or I say it, it's called Hooray for Boobies Three, Hooray for Boobies is the name of that album uh, 3.14 is my favorite song where he sings an opera about vagina and then <laughs> I just love it and then there's also one uh, A Lap Dance is So Much Better When the Stripper is Crying Sprint, yeah. that one was like a big fucking deal and then just some of the production on it when you go back and listen is so crisp of just right. like dum, dum, dum. it's like mouth noises right. it's not even real instruments. so yeah. like it's fucking cool as shit. I remember because it was so risque or whatever at the time of like, I'm not probably shouldn't listen to this, but I'm right. going to. Going to anyway. And I fucking enjoyed some Bloodhound Gang. So that's my number four. Right.
1: Uh, my number three was Disturbed. it's oh, a good one. Get, get Down with the Sickness. I mean, come on. Uh yeah, th- those are especially I played football in high school, so like this was like your
0: pump up song, right, you right. know,
1: Disturbed. So it, I, it's had a big part in my high school days.
0: Yeah, a lot of my memories, uh, from like junior high, so our poor high school, is um riding around my cousin Rusty and his old ass Cougar, and he had the speaker <laughs> bar put in above, yeah, our heads or like, whatever. was like a, it was crazy, Um uh, and we just listen to a lot of music. Yeah. This fucking chameleon JVC CD player fucking that thing was probably worth more than the car. Right. And, and back then you had to buy nice shit to get listen to good shit in your car. Right now. You do. Now it comes it that way. <laughs> right. And mostly my car is super shitty. All the speakers out. But um, I remember that very well. And I remember listening to disturbed and then just you always trying to do the ooh, wah, ah, ah, ooh, ah, ah, And like whoever could do it, the those around yeah. or whatever. Right. Um, so I remember that being very cool. Uh I have a line referencing Disturbed on my last mixtape. Yeah. Um, so I'm come down with the sickness. I'm so disturbed. Nice. Something like that. I thought that was pretty clever. Anyway, uh, I think Disturbed is a cool one. I only really know that one album. Yeah, it's the only album I really know too. Right, which I guess Bloodhound Gang for me that was I only had the one.
1: I, it wasn't a band I kept continuing to listen to. It was just like, oh man, this hit song's really
0: good. Right. Uh, all right. My number three is a band I was kind of halfway obsessed with because I saw them in concert. I've seen uh where the fuck the right word is. I've my wife's an English teacher, and I know I'm supposed to know. Saw? Uh Reliant K. Uh, I was like, yeah. fucking, I loved Reliant K in high school. I my seen brother in, loved Reliant K. I, right, he was at all those concerts with. Because so I used to be really big in a church, and the church would go through these things, they and get, they were the church allowed
1: you to get out of town,
0: right? Like People you have to leave that. It was like, there was more to it than that. They got you on the whole, like, right. freedom.
1: Right. And oh, My parents aren't coming? <laughs> I can get away with shit.
0: So Reliant came. They did a lot of different concerts, like Frontier City, and I went to another one. Right. Some place had all these other fucking bands and shit. Uh, but they were cool as far as Christian bands go for me, because, I mean, I was a believer at this time, you know, and I was, like, into and shit. But I didn't fucking want to hear about God music. Right. No, I mean, like, not to be rude about it, I didn't think, I don't want to hear a Kirk Franklin rap about <laughs> fucking God. I didn't want to hear anybody. You didn't even, want to hear Rebecca St. James sing about God. Right. Like, we got to Holy know that shit at Falls Creek or whatever, yeah. man. you know, Get out of here. Um, but Roland K, all of their music, except maybe one or two songs max, you could replace the. They were rather singing to a girl or yeah. to God. For real. And it could work either way. Oh, yeah. And so, like that's how they rode the line of secular, not secular. And yeah. then their fourth album um, was finally like the all right, we're not Christian rap. And then everyone like hate or Christian yeah. rock, and they're like was against them. Uh, but I loved all four of their albums. Uh, I think their, their lead singer, Christians. their lead singer's fucking fucking amazingly talented. Yeah. He's on that goddamn. Night, light, fire, skies, whatever the fuck. Uh, the DJ Al City song. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like the Lee Tier uh, Reliant K yeah. is the vocalist for that song nice. with Pretty the Fireflies. Lights. Something about Fireflies is in that goddamn thing. Pretty light, you might be right. Pretty lights. Um so anyway, fucking love reliant K and uh, even though it's somewhat embarrassing, but I was just really fucking <laughs> into it. Right. So anyway.
1: So my number two was Green Day. We grew up with Dookie, Green Day Dookie. Yeah, I was more of an American idiot. So, like, Green Day Dookie, if you've never listened to the whole album, I suggest listening to the whole album. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that was my and number two.
0: Everyone fucking had that album.
1: And you weren't – like, uh, Thomas Crow is one of my good friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, lo- he got the album, and his mom automatically took it away from him because it <laughs> had the word Dookie in the title. <laughs> uh, but, like, the music was not unwholesome, I didn't feel like, uh, right. you know, for kids. And so – but that was the only reason he
0: could it. And it had the Graduation it. song. Right, Graduation. That everyone, you know, has played at every Graduation ever. Uh Yeah, American Idiot was definitely a big... was my era, but Dookie, but, I remember being a huge deal. American Idiot came out, and they were... They hit that too popular. Like, they had the Black IP stage to where you're like, fuck you, you're shit, you're not worth all this. And now right. they weren't good. I'm not saying yeah. they weren't, but it was just too much, you know? And uh, so Green Day... I was like, ah, they're kind of
1: whatever. But uh, you can see why. Like, but they were really growing up. It was, it was so good.
0: It was really good. I'm not even so. But at the time, I remember thinking that, like, yeah. Oh. Well,
1: like once they got past a certain point, you're like, ah. But yeah, it brought. And I'm looking at 1997 to 2001. They were they were the shit. Right. Um, what was your number two?
0: Uh, my number two was honestly probably the first band I heard, and I was like, oh, this was made for me, okay. which is Gym Class Heroes. It was. Travi was awesome. It was the mixture of rapping, which Travi yeah. McCoy can do, and basically this weird emo shit I said I like, like, you know, Most City Soundtrack, Jack's Man, they have that kind right. of sound. Now, I'm in the process, actually, I have my iPod here on the table, Yeah, you know, charge it. Nice. I need to go back and listen to all the Gym Class Hero songs, because i actually been thinking about so it. A lot of my beats you can take. already kind of have that sound, like a certain vein of them, right. and they're playing with a live band. That's kind of the difference. They're just making right. beats a live band, and Travis McCoy fucking raps like a right. awesome. Like, there's just a lot of thoughts into his lyrics. And I know I'm not that lyrical in my music. I try, and to me, there's right. a lot of thoughts into it. And sometimes it is for convenience sake of like, well, I had to do that. But in general, I'm like, I really care, yeah. right? And I think he cares a whole bunch. And you can tell when you fucking hear him. And I don't know. I just really, really like uh Paper Cut Chronicles and then Fat Kids and Gym Class. Is that what that was? or Fat Kid What the fuck is the name now? Anyway, he has Dev Two that are real awesome before they blew up with the whole Cupid's Chokehold Cold song, which is fine, but I was just enjoyed the first two albums and then Cupid's Cold made him kind of like a pop act, which right. was fine. But that was different. It was just different after that. But I I still love gym class heroes. Like uh, Paper Cuts is one of my favorite songs. I listen to it all the time. Um which one is gonna be your number one?
1: <laughs> it's gonna be Blink one eighty two. I, I had mean, a feeling. I had mean, a feeling.
0: I grew up with Craig Chick. Right. So your brother loved Blink one eighty two.
1: So I mean, and they're when you have to listen to it nonstop, you learn to like their music too. I right. feel like. And so like it was a big part of my life in high school, still stu- and I mean my friends liked Blink one eighty two, just probably not as much as my brother.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh I remember getting in of the state that name of it, right? Yeah. That's the, the one
1: that has the nurse going like, <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Uh, so everyone has their story of the one time your mom gave in and let you buy all the CDs from the right. whatever place. And when I was in junior high, I got the six CDs for a dollar, but you have to buy a CD every, however often right. old you know, thing. And one of the six CDs I got was in a mother state. So nice. I was like, Oh, this is fucking awesome. Right. Like what's my age again? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, Miss I think, that like you. that's probably my favorite. Right. Like, holds up the best now, sure. I guess, because all the rest have that certain distinctive sound. And then their lead singer went on to make another band. Uh, well, two, both of them did. Um,
1: yeah, what was his band? Not? Boxcar Racer, Boxcar Racer. My wife right.
0: just yelled that from another room. Uh, but then uh, Tom I really like well. too. Yeah,
1: but I can't remember his is Airplanes or something like that.
0: I think they maybe were both them. Anyway, and then Travis Barker went on to do his whole rap music, uh, helping, assisting. And he's an amazing drummer. He had a great reality TV show on MTV for a minute with some Playmate that I don't know what happened. He was kind of abusive, so it looked bad for him. But um, anyway, Travis Barker is great on the beat, so I still like him. My number one is the greatest uh, band ever. Uh, Dave Grohl is their drummer. The guitarist is Kyle Gas, lead singer is Jack Black, okay. and that's Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. And I forgot about Tenacious D. <laughs> I love it because um, you never
1: see him. You always just it's,
0: it's, right. He just comes in the studio and lays down the drums. <laughs> and he played the devil in yeah. the Pick of Destiny. Um, that's why he's fucking on the drums. It's so good. Like, and Tenacious D is not even just about the music. It's about more. It's about the whole experience. Like, I remember the girl I borrowed the CD from. His name was Ashley Goodwin. Um, and she goes, "I think you'll really like this." and she gave it to me to borrow. She never got it back. I told her I lost it, and I lied. And I just listed that over and over. And I know most people uh, like Fucker Gently. That was, like, the song everyone at the time when I was in high school was like, yeah, Fucker Gently. And I was like, (laughs) dude, that's, like, the worst song on this album. Right. Like, listen to this motherfucker. Like it's nothing but bangers or whatever the fuck rock song bangers are called i don't know i like um, um this is not the greatest song in the world this is a tribute tribute yes okay. tribute is great and the greatest thing about tribute is when they make pick a destiny now i'm like a pick a destiny stan like i love that movie i don't care people act like it was shitty it's my favorite musical we can shop sure. five favorite musicals someday with my wife probably you know right. if i just want to do that that'll I'll, be mine do,
1: i could do five
0: uh, musicals but it's so good. I love the fact they' done what they reference, right? right? So tribute comes out years and years before, right and they talk about this battle. And then in that battle, they play that right. song. and it sounds nothing like it. Nothing right? like which it. I thinks great. Um uh, Wonder Boy is one of my favorite songs. Wonder Boy's great
1: Wonder Boy.
0: City Hall's probably my favorite because yeah. it's funny. Like as it goes through and it's like because they're kind of like, I don't want to say they're like socialists, but they're kind of like the right. Like, back in the day when HD had this whole like. Uh, You know, recycle, save planet Earth, sort of upbringing, right. pro pot, sort of thing. And uh, that kind of put them in this very liberal camp. And so they're trying to do that where they're going to like roll together, but they quickly turn on each other right. and get corrupt. And it's all like in song form. And I just really, really enjoy um, everything about Tenacious D, the first uh, album. I love the Pick of Destiny soundtracks. I have that one. And I even enjoy Rise of the Phoenix, which is their most recent one, I believe. I haven't heard that one yet. um they have, like, a song called Low Hanging Fruit. It's like, because <laughs> okay. we want some low-hanging fruit. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, that's and good. Jack Black's so fucking yeah, good. He's yeah. so talented. And then Kyle Gass is, like, so skilled on the guitar. Yep. So, anyway, everyone check out uh, Tenacious D. I think they're really good. And anytime I hear they have new shit, I'm like, it's the best. Right. And they're the kings of parody music. In my, I know people would say uh, Weird Al, but personally, for me, I enjoy... And because Tenacity rides a line of, is it parody or is it not? Right. Because are they really or, doing it or are they, or are they joking? they
1: Concords or they an actual band? Right. right. Like,
0: what are they doing? So you're always left wondering, um, and they can go either way, right? They really can. And I saw this guy in a video of Jack Black on Jimmy Fallon playing a fucking kid's saxophone or whatever the other day, fucking destroying it. These are so talented. Um, so anyway, everyone go watch Pick a Destiny. For um, sure. It's,
1: it's worth the watch either way. It's
0: still a really good movie. So I know you had a lot of honorable mentions you want to get I, out there. I
1: couldn't. Uh, i leave these people off, but Red Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Cake, Weezer, Papa Roach, a Tonic, The Cranberries, and Rage Against the Machine. Well, uh,
0: the one that sticks out most to me is Papa Roach. He's a two-hit wonder. He's a two-hit wonder, but um, his song when it first came out
1: like, was really good.
0: I remember, I remember being in Colorado visiting my grandparents in a log cabin That MTV. Yeah. I did not in my home, and a video came out, and I was like, Yes, all the Teenage Inks you can handle. All of them. Uh, but uh, I that girl who let me borrow the Tenacious D C D. she broke up with a friend of mine at one time, and he listened to nothing but that second Papa Roach song right. for three months straight. Only song, because his heart was broken. Yeah. So Papa Roach, that one stuck out to me. Uh, I would have to mention The Offspring. I really like oh. the uh, Americana. Uh, that was more of a junior high for me, but I remember listening to that on the way to uh, – Academic meets like that was first just my shit. That
1: was really good too.
0: And then uh, Third Eye Blind is more elementary school to junior high for me, but that was like "Symmetry Life" is the first song I learned every word to. Uh, I really enjoy their self-titled album. I think the whole thing's fucking solid front to back. Right. And again, that was a time of albums being good. And yeah, shit. So albums good. mattered, not singles. So I had to shop them out as well. But hey, I think that that list went pretty well. Wasn't it? too painful yeah, for you, yeah. for sure. All right, man. Well, we have made it pretty far so is there anything else we need to bring up for you get off here
1: no man uh hit me up next time you need somebody i'll let you know if i can't i can't
0: i know and again we're gonna say uh everyone if you know kv in real life uh the mma fighter guy who's supposed to be on here hit him up and tell him he's a bitch for not <laughs> making it making it to the podcast yet. i
1: don't know kv but yeah sure
0: uh, he's my little fraternity just tell him i said it. it's cool all right thanks for coming on man no problem man. peace right.
1: peace